Hey everyone, you're listening to episode number five of the Elysium Project podcast. I'm your host, Brian Johnson. This podcast was recorded July 12th, 2018. Keep in mind, prior to this endeavor, I've never done any podcasting or interviews before, so please bear with me on some of these initial episodes. They'll only keep getting better, and if anything, I'm learning I need to be more prepared with the questions I plan to ask. Our Patreon site is now fully set up, with a few articles posted for subscribers only. If you haven't heard of Patreon yet, it's a crowdfunding platform for episodic content creators such as podcast and YouTube personalities. For $4 a month, you can get access to exclusive insider content, as well as a book I'm currently working on and plan to release through Patreon in the fall. If $4 is too much, you can pledge as little as $1, and you can cancel at any time. In doing so, you help keep this show and vision alive, as well as support our continued plans to become a leading media company documenting what seems to be a global awakening in consciousness. You can find us on Patreon at www.patreon.com, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Elysium Project Podcast. Today I'm speaking with Ted Carr. Ted is a 10-year raw vegan and seasoned veteran of many fruit festivals around the world. He's the founder and organizer of this year's Great Canadian Fruit Festival, taking place August 10th to 13th at Comasket Lake Campground in Okanagan, British Columbia. He joins me now via teleconference from Vancouver, Canada. Ted, welcome to the show. Hey, man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate hey. it. Yeah, man. I'm very excited for this festival. Funny story, actually, for myself. So I was, I've been wanting to go to a, a raw vegan festival for for quite a few years, actually. And I wasn't really aware of any that were, were close by. So I put into my, my intentions, basically, one night. I must have been back in March or April. I'm like, this year, this year I'm going to go to a, uh, I'm going to manifest some kind of raw vegan festival. And then literally the next day, I'm not even kidding, I go on Instagram and your ad pops up for the great wow. Canadian group. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Those were... Those were the early days, dude, back in the, I think it was like, what, three months or four months ago? Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, March, I believe, so March, April, May, June. Yeah, so just four or five months ago. Yeah, you've been, that's about the time that you've been... It was, really, it was really the end of March, so like, yeah, April, April, May, June, July, it's now, it's now July. So four months we've been working on this thing, and it's already nice. like, it's up and running, ready to go. Yeah, well, I'm really impressed so far. It looks, uh, I think we're going to all have a really amazing time there <laughs> that's that's the plan dude that's yeah plan. yeah yeah so for the the listeners who don't really know what a fruit festival is let's just go over the basics that's a great question a fruit fest is it's really obviously it's a different experience for everyone every type of festival you go to is a different experience for everyone but a fruit festival really is to me at least it's a it's a celebration of health and natural living and community, right? It's just bringing people together and being on the same page as one another, feeling good together, feeling good in a healthy, happy, sustainable way, right? There's no drugs, there's no alcohol yeah. at this at this festival. Unlike other festivals where, yeah, it's a good time while you're there and then afterwards you're hung over for four <laughs> days. Yeah. This festival is like, you come, you get super high naturally from, from the vibes of others mm -hmm. and from the good food, the good weather, the good music. And then you carry that high with you for months after. Totally agree. And that's why I was wanting to uh, 
manifest a, some kind of raw vegan festival because I've been doing the I, I live in in Alberta so I've been doing some of these you know the EDM kind of festivals and but they're they're great they're they're amazing festivals beautiful people but there's just that whole element of of the drugs and everything so t- I, th- I feel like this is the next the evolution in that community for sure bro and it's an evolution of of the fruit festivals too because if there's been fruit festivals running now for 10 years, like Denmark is having its 11th reunion this, 11th oh, wow. this year. I was there last year for the 10 year one and it's great. It's just mostly focused on the food and the education. And that's pretty much how all the fruit festivals are. Even Woodstock, even UK fruit fest, even the Spain one, it's the fruit and education, but Canada fruit fest, I want to do something different. I want to evolve. I want to push the envelope a bit and be like, yo, let's bring in the live music. The yeah. live music just feels so good no matter what diet you're on, but it, once you're eating raw and you get the live music, dude, it's like it hits you at a deeper level. It's so good. Oh, yeah. Um, so this is the first fruit festival of its kind with the, with the live music aspect. Yeah. I, I wasn't really aware of that. I, this is my first ever fruit festival, as I say. So um, I know when I, I've been in sort of the in and out of the raw vegan thing for quite many years and back back when I was first getting into it, like when YouTube was first out and it was just david wolf and all that there was they had the raw spirit festival in sedona i don't know if you remember that one i've heard of that i'm not sure what the deal was i think it i think it was really one of the original ones and um but after some time i guess it just faded out and now there's all these new fruit festivals popping up Hmm. yes sir it's pretty cool to see how the community has expanded over the years yeah bro it's and it's only it's only growing. It's it, there's I mean there's a I think uh, at the exact same time I think Miami f- there's a there's a fruit festival in Miami called like the Miami Fruit Festival or something. It just popped up like like maybe a month ago. Like pretty really? much the exact same dates as Canada Fruit Fest as well. So wow. if anyone's in Miami and they can't make it to Canada Fruit Fest, then you got a Miami one as well. They're just every and every year people are like oh next year I'm going to start one in Greece, next year I'm going to start one in Chile, next year I'm going to start in Italy. So everyone wants to. Get going and build one. I fully applaud that. Yeah, that, happy to support anyone who wants to make that happen. That's amazing. And like you said, it's just about being out in the sun, uh, enjoying those good vibes, hanging out with amazing people. Like I've never been to one, but I imagine imagine it'll be a pretty incredible experience. Absolutely. Yeah. So you have a lot of speakers lined up as well, hey? Dude, we have the best lineup of any fruit fest ever. Yeah. It's- Insane. Our lineup is so good. The, pres- the presenters we've got, the educators this year, I'm beyond belief. It's like if we, we wrote up our absolute dream team and we got every, uh, single, one of them. every yeah. single one of them. I was planning to go. And then once Doug Graham popped up as a presenter, I was like, oh, I'm sold. Because obviously, as with most raw vegans, the 801010 uh, diet has been a huge influence on me mm-hmm. understanding how to do this properly. So that's amazing that you got uh right. doug graham to come is it and his wife dude his wife too Rosie. yeah wow awesome where are they i i thought they lived in the uk or yep they're they from england sweet wow from england. amazing amazing that's that's so good that you we have all these people from all over the world coming Absolutely. got like uh gitas and uh i don't know where in the world everyone's coming from but gitas is from hawaii we got grant coming from australia we've got Ronnie comes from England as well. We got Elise and Yovana coming from the States. Uh, 
some people coming from North Africa. I just got a text yesterday. Someone's like, hey, I'm from North Africa. Can I come? And I'm like, of course. <laughs> well, discriminating? Of course you can come. Yeah. They're like, sweet, I got my tickets. Um, so, yeah, we've got people from all over, and our presenters are pretty global as well. Our presenters are really well known on YouTube and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you definitely have some some of the big big names there. How many people roughly are in attendance right now? Are At you... this point, we're expecting about 250. It could be okay. around 300 if you include all the presenters and the musicians. Yeah. And the kids, right? We're not including kids in that count. So yeah. Out of yeah. all, like you got a kid, right? I, ha- a- I have a kid. Yeah, I'll be ringing, which is yeah, a, right. a huge perk to the festival, by the way, to be able to bring in uh, oh, sure, your children. For, I, yeah. I'm a huge fan of, of kids, no matter what diet they're eating, but kids, when they're eating a fruit diet, dude, it's like, oh my God, they're all like yeah. just little angels. Absolutely. That's one of the reasons I wanted to go to this and bring her because I'd like to introduce her into this sort of healthy lifestyle when she's young because she's seven. Beautiful. So yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. She'll, have some, she'll have some good friends there, man. Yeah, I bet. And this is at, it's at Comasket Lake Campground, which is, you, you used to, I recall seeing a post or something, that's where you went as a kid to the music festivals, hey? Yes, dude, I was just there a couple of days ago, scouting the venue, doing some reconnaissance, and all these memories and flashbacks are coming back. Like, I can point to certain areas on the venue, but yo, that's where I talked to that girl, that's where I saw that band, that's where I- <laughs> That's where the juggling was happening. That's where I met that guy doing hacky sack. That's where my tent was. Yeah. That's where, that's where this happened. That happened. Like it was just all these memories flashing back and they were all such good memories. Well, I can't wait to deliver this for everyone else to get to experience. It's going to be so good. Oh, you just can't wait, man. It's going to be so fun. Yeah. And it's right on the lake, hey? Right on the lake, dude. You can walk cool. right in. Just nice. Each entry. That's amazing. Yeah, I've never been there. Uh, I saw a few pictures of the area. It looks, looks really cool. Yeah, absolutely. Just Google image Okanagan Lake. And I mean, the pictures don't do justice. It's like you see the pictures and you're like, oh, yeah, it's a lake. Then you get there and you're like, damn, that's a <laughs> oh, lake. Well, I, I think we're going to get a lot of good footage out there. As I say, like we'll be filming with Elysium Project. So we'll we'll put together some footage as well. I'm sure a lot of the other people are going to get some really really amazing content coming from the festival. Yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah, we have we have a dedicated hired film team coming, actually. We're going to be shooting a documentary there, so. Sweet. We'll have uh, tons of good B-roll and good interviews going on. Yeah, nice. Yeah, well, we'll be doing a similar thing. We're just kind of starting out, so getting into the swing of things, but it'll be a good place for us to get some interviews in and podcasts and all that. Yeah, dude, just don't wait till the last day because everyone waits the last day and then before everyone's leaving, they're like, oh, can I film you? Can I film you? Can I film you? And it's like, nobody wants to be filmed the last day. Everyone wants to go home or say goodbye. Yeah. So, tip, if you want to film someone, get them on the first or second day. <laughs> exactly. Don't put that off. Yeah. And it's and it's hard to, you know, want to take your camera when you're just living in the moment, enjoying the moment. But, you know, the thing is, people say like taking pictures or taking video takes you out of the moment, right? Mm. They don't want to bring their camera with them when they go hiking or on the festivals. But honestly, it's like when you're filming and taking pictures, you couldn't be more in the moment because mm-hmm. you're like, you got to make sure it's all lined up. You got to make sure it's like super good. You're like really focusing on the moment, the creating, capturing this creation right here and now. And it lasts forever. Like mm-hmm. I, I love going back and watching my old footage from Woodstock and these other fruit festivals I've been to. I'm so happy I filmed that when I didn't even feel like filming it at the time. I was like, oh, I'd rather just be hanging out, sitting on the grass, talking to people. I was like, no, I got, I got to work to do. I got to take my camera and go film. 
And I'm so happy I did because that footage lasts forever now. Yeah. Very pleasurable watching that stuff over again. Totally. I think the biggest sell for me in this fruit festival is that there's free fruit to eat. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. think a lot of people realize they're like, they're like, Oh, like tickets are this much money. Plus I got to get my own food and hotel. And I'm like, what food's covered. And yeah. Covered. You got your campsite. We got you the food. You're good. Um, and they're like, what? I didn't even know that. So yeah, man, unlimited fruit. And, uh, it's all going to be so good, dude. Like quality fruit, ripe stuff. We're only putting out ripe stuff. If we don't have ripe stuff, we're not putting it out. We'll go get some other stuff, put it up, make sure it's ripe. Yeah. Cool. Ta- tailored to the community because no one's going to be eating green bananas. No, nah, dude. I mean, we'll have some of the volunteers, their job is called the uh, fruit patrol and they just go and sort through all the best fruit and they put that out. Wow. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. You got some sponsors for the festival yet? Yep. Yeah, we have we have three sponsors right now. Okay. We've got we've got Miami Fruit hooking us up with some really good tropical fruit from Miami, and then we've got Daily Green Boost hooking us up with some uh, some barley grass powder, which we just add water and it turns into green juice instantly. Really, really tasty stuff. Good, uh, good sodium hit there as well. Nice. And then um, we've got Martha's Best Papayas hooking us up with about four papayas per person for the whole festival. So, oh yeah sweet so, and if some people don't like papaya then there's more for others as well so we've got a lot of uh really great sponsors yeah so it's not just um local to bc fruits we bring bringing in the tropical stuff and all all the yeah. good stuff most of most of the f- calories are going to be coming from uh the local food yeah. all the local food we're getting is 100 percent organic oh wow and then and then uh we are going to be getting some stuff from California as well, but that'll be organic as well, like the avocados and stuff. And, yeah. Uh, maybe some tahini or whatever, some nut butters for people who need some more fat. Is there going to be sort of a, a kitchen there? We'll have a kitchen where we prepare food and then we put it out on the buffet table for people to eat all day. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's cool. So per, like prepare, preparing meals with the fruit and stuff or... It's just going to be nicely cut up fruit, ready to grab okay. any. Yeah. yeah, sweet. Very cool. The perfect, perfect amounts. Yeah. So aside from the fruit aspect, the diet aspect, I mean, what do you think it is about this community and this lifestyle that's so special? You know, for a lot of us who get on this diet, it does more than just change how we physically feel. It kind of changes the way we look at reality at least that's been my experience yeah well the thing about this community bro is like the reason people become raw vegan or the reason people want to eat raw vegan may not become raw vegan but the reason they want to eat raw vegan is because they want to improve right they want to improve the way they're feeling or improve their diet improve their health and that improvement once they notice the improvement they're like damn what else can i improve so then they start looking into relationships. How can I improve my relationships and communication with others? And then they're like, oh, well, how can I improve my, my quality of sleep, and lower my cortisol? How can I improve my state of mind and with meditation and breath work and yoga? How can I improve my fitness and flexibility? Right? They look into all these other areas. Yeah. It, but it can start with health because they're like, damn, my health is, is ratcheted right now. It sucks. I need to do something about it. 
So as soon as they do something about it, like, damn, it works so well. What else can I improve? You know, and they go down this, this rabbit hole of never ending improvement. So these people at the fruit fest, they're just like junkies for improvement. Like they're uh, all yeah. so open to feedback. They're so all open to like wanting to get better and, and just be the best version of themselves. Yeah. That's definitely what attracted me to the raw vegan movement in the first place. I mean, I, I genuinely believe that you are what you eat is the biggest transformational factor for myself in, in terms of getting to these higher levels of, of excellence that it starts with diet. Yeah. I mean, on the outside, it looks like it starts from diet because that's the biggest physical change you see, you know, you're eating differently, but actually you take a step back and you realize you're like, shit, what actually made me want to change the way I eat in the first place? Right? What's the root cause of my, my behavioral change here? Why am I now eating fruit? The, the root cause of it was your thoughts, right? Yeah. You're thinking, I should eat more fruit. I'm going to eat more fruit. I have now eating more fruit, right? So your thoughts are, are really what's dictating your actions. Mm-hmm. And when you realize that, you're like, damn, like, what else in my life can I change with my thoughts? Mm. And you start changing everything with your thoughts intentionally. And mm-hmm. uh, it's good to realize that. It's like, you know, the reason you're eating a fruit diet is because you're your thoughts the reason you're changing anything in your life is because of your thoughts the reason you're not changing certain things in your life is because of your thoughts yeah um, so it's important to take to take that step back and realize that yeah fruit it may look like it's the first step but to get there you had to change your thoughts first mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's kind of this uh once you do do that change though once you get on the raw fruit it can really for me, I've, I've dealt with a lot of mental health challenges in the past and, and addiction, which I think part of this diet is people realize just how addicted we are to so many things in life and, and that cooked food and foods can be an addiction that's really hard to overcome for some people when you get on the, the raw diet. Absolutely. And yeah, there's substance addiction and there's also behavioral addiction, whether it's you know sex or porn or mm-hmm. social media. Um, that's Jeez. actually my been my addiction, man. And I straight up had to have come out on the show and stated that because I think that, that yeah, there's, there's a lot of things in this world, and we have to take a step back and realize we're not we're not our stories and stuff. So if you want to listen to that episode, that's in number one of this podcast. <laughs> Beautiful, yeah, yeah. man. Um, so once you overcome the, if you ever do overcome the cooked food addiction, then um, there are other. I mean, you're you just realize, wow, like this is what it felt like to be addicted to that. And now I have that same kind of feeling or same kind of behavioral uh-huh. approach to social media or porn or sex or whatever it is. And it's like, you know, that if you over, if you can overcome the cooked food addiction, you can also overcome any other addiction. Cause I don't believe there's any other addiction that's deeper rooted than cooked food. Yeah. Cause that's, that's a, that's a substance you are force fed, really spoon fed, uh, from birth. You know, you have cooked food at like age six months or whatever you know even cooked milk right yeah mom can't give you milk she gives you cooked cow milk yeah just cooked food from birth and it's like the hardest drugs to get out for the ones you start at the earliest age that's mm-hmm. a that's a that's a fact that's well known in the addiction realm for a while mm-hmm. like the sooner you start smoking the hardest to quit the sooner you start cocaine the hardest to quit and if your mom was smoking while you were in the womb it's gonna be even harder for you to quit afterwards starting in your blood system so cooked food of course your parents grew up on it your parents ate 100% cooked pretty much and mm-hmm. then they have you and they start feeding you cooked from birth and it's like so it's like in your dna almost yeah cooked food it's like really tough so 
if you can overcome that, man, you can overcome any other addiction. Nothing's harder than that. Yeah, no, I agree. It, it's it deeply ingrained in our our paradigms of who we are that we we've, we're all fed cooked food from such a young age. So I think for a lot of people, it's really hard to, or they might be averse to recognizing that as an addiction. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, I don't want to like, I, we're making it sound like it's some terrible thing. You know, people need to, the most important thing is to be kind and gentle on, on yourselves. But I truly, I guess what I've experienced and what you're talking about and everyone else who kind of makes this switch is you realize how much we're eating, uh, just to satisfy, sort of get in, change our state. Yeah. Really. Yes. 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 Totally bang on, dude. Nail on the head right there. Yeah. You don't need the bag of chips physically. You need the bag of chips. I mean, you feel like you need the bag of chips mentally. Yeah. Yeah. It's like so. Like imagine you're imagining the bag of chips are so good. It's all in your head. Like once I eat these bag of chips, then I'll feel good. But physically, your body is not saying like, "Oh yeah, we need the chips." Hmm. Yes. It's and it's that way with with so much food you i i find when i'm when i've taken this step back and become a raw vegan and just be able to observe my thoughts a little bit more realizing how much those desires to eat or those cravings are not really due to what my body needs but what you know to try and change my state to be in a different moment than i'm in which is you know never gonna work of course which is which is the root of all addiction yeah, the f- yeah, just being aware of that is so huge. Mm-hmm. It's probably hard for people too because they like they hear this raw vegan or, or fruit-based diet and it just doesn't sound exciting to them, um, which is not necessarily true at all, I would say. And I'm going to have YouTube videos soon doing, doing my thing as, as all of us in this community do, but uh, there's so much amazing dishes and and stuff that you can do with on this raw vegan diet yes 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 super super exciting diet man nothing excites kids more than fresh fruit i've been to daycares before and kids have their lunch boxes out full of like crap and then the teacher brings out a watermelon the kids just start flipping out they all want the watermelon absolutely or or you just go to walk with a with a field trip of kids from school and you go through the forest and there's berries on the bushes grab the berries like so exciting. Mm-hmm. Kids love picking berries. They love climbing trees. It's it fruit is very exciting to kids. Mm-hmm. But then they, you know, as you become more and more and more addicted to other foods, fruit may seem less appealing. But yeah. How did how did you overcome your addictions, your cooked food uh, cravings when you were switching over? I I. I did a wean off process. So I would allow myself to eat whatever for one last meal. So I didn't, I didn't, I didn't say, okay, I'm never having any junk food ever again or never having any cooked food ever again. I mean, I tried that didn't work. So then what I found myself doing was I'd be like, okay, screw it. I'm going to have uh, this box of Smarties. Mm. And I ate the whole box of Smarties and I was like, okay, this is the last box ever. And I'm like, yeah, no problem. Let's do it. So I eat the whole box of Smarties. I'm like, cool, I'm just never having Smarties again. That's it. I can have any other junk food I want. I'm just not having Smarties. And then as time went on, I you know, have a bag of chips. And I'm like, okay, this is my last bag of chips. No problem. Eat, eat the chips. And it's like specific brand, you know? Last bag yeah. of this kind of chips. And then when it came to like vegetables, even like cooked vegetables, where I'm like, okay, like no more, no more uh, Brussels sprouts. Okay, no problem. Let's have a big meal of Brussels sprouts and finish it off. 
And then no more cauliflower, no more broccoli. One thing at a time, you know? Yeah. One thing at a time. Same with grains. Like first it was okay, no more amaranth or no more rice or no more quinoa, no more buckwheat, whatever. Like one thing at a time. Um, so that's how I got off. And I, I would suggest that for anyone else wanting to wean off as well. Just to allow yourself to have whatever that one last meal. Yeah. And then, um, just keep trying to come back to fruit after each of those, you know, uh, big meals and notice how much better you feel on the fruit. It's just the contrast is drastic. It is. Drastic. Amazing. Um, do you think that when people are switching over this diet that some of the cravings are almost coming from a state of where you're, de- you're kind of detoxing these, these old foods that are built up in your system? That's a good question. That's what some people say. Uh, who knows if it's true? It's, yeah. I don't know if you're ever going to be able to prove that uh-huh. Maybe in the future. We'll have the science to say, Hey, look, there's currently a lot of like quinoa atoms <laughs> in your blood. Therefore you, that's why you're craving quinoa. Like, we haven't been able to prove that yet until yeah. then. It's just like a hypothesis, but uh, it's, it's definitely detox of some sort. And it could just be a mental detox. Like, you know, when you're, when you're building a new habit, sometimes you, you slip up and you like forget to floss yeah. the next morning you go floss again. No worries. So is it really like, are you detoxing when you forget to floss? Uh, <laughs> maybe it's just a mental like mishap, whatever. Um, yeah. So it's good. Same thing with food. Like you're saying, you want to eat it for the change of state of mind, right? You're not eating mm. it to change your, your nutritional value in your body. People are like, Oh, I just needed some more iron or something. So I ate quinoa. <laughs> um, it's not really like that. Speaking of floss though, I'm going to grab my floss right now. <laughs> nice. So you're mentioning hacky sack earlier. I have a funny story about that. Um, you know, Felix, Felix Zenger, obviously, because he's coming to the festival. Great guy, dude. Yeah, yeah. And he's, he's doing beatboxing, I assume, at the festival. And hacky sack. And hacky sack, yeah. Well, my story about that is um, probably about 15 years ago, I was, I was big into the, the hacky sack as well, which, which is foot bag for for those who don't know the, the technical name. And anyways, there's like very few people in the world who take it seriously. And I was, uh, I was like full on into it. And I saw it in the fruit festival, Felix Zenger. I'm like, I know that name. And then uh, lo and behold, it is the same Felix Zenger who is, you know, an amazing hacky sack player. Anyone can look him up. Felix Zenger footbag on YouTube. Pretty cool. Dude, so that, he is out of control. Good. So good. Yeah. So that was funny to see that. And beatboxing, man. Just go on Felix Anger beatbox on YouTube or Felix yeah. Anger footbag. Both of them watch him. So talented. Yeah. You're a pretty good beatboxer, hey? I'm decent, man. But not on hanging out with Felix, I'm like, I keep my mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, hey? Yeah. And, uh, it's, it's fun to jam with him, honestly. Like, you know, he was here and he's like learning a new sound and he like learned it so quickly. And I'm like, God, I got to try to learn that sound too. And I couldn't get it, but it's okay making a fool of yourself around other beatboxers. Yeah. Do you want to bust out some beatboxing now? Will it work on the mic? Uh, we could try. We'll, a little uh, impromptu beatbox here. Let's see what I got. Some freestyles. Uh, all right. Yeah. I'm not sure how it'll sound. Hopefully it sounds, it'll sound better in person on a mic. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Here we go. Oh, yeah. 
amazing. That was really good. I can't do anything close to that. So let's hear it, bro. Let's see what you got. Oh, I, I got nothing, man. I can't do any of it. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to show me at the fruit festival. Just hit it, bro. Let's see what you got. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> that way. Nah, man. I, I'll show you at the fruit festival. We'll, we'll do it up. All right, dude. I can teach you the basics for sure. Yeah, yeah. No, I've never ever done it in my life. Um, you just did, bro. Come on. You just I, I just did. It. I just did. Yeah. Right on, man. Cool. Well, um, so where can people find out more about the Fruit Festival? CanadaFruitFest.ca. If you want to use a website, which is pretty old technology nowadays. If you <laughs> want to go to Instagram, it's Canada Fruit Fest. And if you want to hit us up on Facebook, it's Canada Fruit Fest. And uh, if you want to uh i guess that's it really we get the website we get the instagram yeah. we get the facebook that's pretty much all you need sweet cool anything else you want to let the listeners know the world know want the world to know that uh we are the creators of our reality and whatever we focus on we get more of and if you want something just be grateful for already having it in advance wow amazing advice from ted carr Thanks, bro. If you could actually send me that soundbite, I'll post that everywhere. I'll do that. Yeah. Thanks. And I'll send, I'll send you the link and we'll be posting this show soon. Nice, man. Cool. I appreciate that. Yeah. Very cool. Thanks a lot for doing the talk with me today, Ted. Absolutely. Right on. I look, look forward to seeing you next month. 26 days, 27 days. Yeah. 27 days. Yeah. Right, right on. on. Okay, cool. Thanks, Ted. Peace. Peace.